Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. Now the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boats, mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants, and followed him. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority, and not as the scribes. And immediately there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Eric Longman. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. They were astonished at his teaching. They were amazed so that they questioned among themselves. This gospel passage from Mark culminates in this incredible situation. Jesus comes into the synagogue on the Sabbath and is teaching, and immediately there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. Jesus rebuked the spirit, and it came out of the man. Everything about this is bigger than life. It is a hallmark of Mark's gospel, especially the first half of it, that it leaves the reader practically breathless. Things just pour out one after another, and you almost don't have a chance to consider the implications of what you've just read before Mark is on to the next thing. This reading is like that. Jesus begins his ministry. Jesus calls the first disciples. Jesus teaches in the synagogue. Jesus casts out an unclean spirit. Whoosh! And we're only 14 verses in. But when you stop for a moment and you think about the events in the synagogue, it's incredible. What's the most incredible thing you've ever witnessed? Think about that for a moment. And imagine that you were in the assembly that day. Whatever most incredible thing you might have conjured up at that point just got trumped by this new thing. It seems to me that there are three things in particular that stand out in this passage. First, Jesus demonstrates his authority. It wasn't just that Jesus was charismatic and well-spoken. No, 
it was clear to everyone present that when he spoke, he wasn't resting on anybody's authority but his own. Kind of like the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus repeatedly introduces his topics by saying, You have heard that it was said, but I say to you. When Jesus speaks, well, people listen. So we see Jesus' authority in his teaching, in his words, but there's more, and that's our second thing. He actually exercises that authority for all to see. Everyone who was there saw that the spirits were subject to Jesus. Jesus issues the command, and the spirit must obey. It convulses the man, and it cries out in a loud voice, but ultimately it must come out of him. Jesus speaks, and all creation obeys. His words don't just have authority, they have power. But wait, there's more. The third thing, there's a much deeper realization that comes out in this passage, and it's one that we might tend to breeze past simply because we know it to be true. I know who you are, the unclean spirit cries out, the Holy One of God. This Jesus is God. He's the Messiah. He is the Chosen One of Israel, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And at that moment, he's looking directly at the assembly, and he's urging them all to repent and believe in the gospel. Authority, power, God. That's incredible, and it's amazing. And maybe it's appropriate that Mark leaves us breathless. And yet it turns out that it's not so incredible after all. Or at least it's not as uncommon as we might imagine. In fact, it happens all the time. More than 25,000 times a year in the LCMS alone. It happened in my congregation just last week. Right in front of me, in fact. As I spoke the words, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus showed up. And he cleansed that little boy. He removed the unclean spirits. And through that saving flood, all sin in him, which had been inherited from Adam, and which he himself had committed since, was drowned and died. It's no coincidence that this man in Capernaum had an unclean spirit. We all do, as we stand before a just and holy God. But in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself. He offered himself as the sacrifice, so that we might be presented spotless before God. In your baptism, you were cleansed by Christ himself. What a blessing that is. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, our saving faith. Amen.